Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch Sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Bobby Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst. The trailer booking and Billy Bones. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast. Um, it is season ten, it's episode thirty-six. I think I said that last week, but it was 35. Um, and we've been having a few technical issues. In fact, um, for the last hour, we've just been trying to get our podcast uh, online cloud software working. So we're 15 minutes in and we've not recorded a second. Uh, so you've missed, for, for those who missed the last 50 minutes, we just talked about how this technology is not working. Um, no George is <laughs> um, with baby tonight. No John because he's just moved house. Um, but back is um, Kenny Townlin. Where are you? What are you doing? I am in the lounge doing the podcast with you, finally. Finally. And uh, last but not least, uh, it's uh, Nigel. Where are you? What are you doing? Losing the will to live, but I'm in my shed. Is it you banging around with the microphones? If there's one my one pet hate, it's people that either touch their microphones or bang their microphones. Is it you, Shepman? No, but I'm typing on the keyboard. Tapping on the keyboard. So let's keep our audio really crisp, okay? So so no fumbling around and touching the mic or banging the table or keyboarding. If you're going to do that, mute yourself. Think of our listeners and try and have crisp audio. That's what I'm I'm aiming for. I'm I'm trying to be a bit of a perfectionist on our audio this week. Crisp salt audio. and vinegar, cheese and onion, or beef. Hedgehog. With pickled onion. Right. Anyway, about Marmite? It's, it's not a crisp podcast. Uh, I oh, like Marmite. I don't like Marmite, but I do love Marmite crisps. Yeah. Anyway, it's not a crisp podcast. It is a football podcast. And we have played the Gooners, the Gunners, the North London Minnows. That is Arsenal. Um, and um, I guess before the game, we might have taken a draw. Um I think a number of people said a draw. I think um, uh, Mark Lorison, Loro said a draw, 1-1. One, one. 
I think um, Michael Owen in his bet Victor prediction said 1-1. I think even Canning Town Len, when he did the prediction, said 1-1, didn't you, Len? I did, yeah, I did say 1-1. Um, so, uh, you know, Arsenal are on a bit of a a return to form, and I probably would have taken a draw before, but when you're 3-0 up after 35 minutes, you do expect a little bit more. Let's start with you, Len. Um, mm. Where did it all go wrong? That's a good question, you know. Um... Where did it all go wrong? Firstly, I think you could probably ask Arsenal that, to be frank. Because although the first goal was a stunner, the second goal was a bit shocking. Not just because they were dozy on the free kick, but the keeper. Would... What was that from the goalie? Who well, cares, my I don't dear? know if you read, but Lacazette came out um, in the evening stand. I know it was Sky News, but reported by the evening standard and said, we were disrespectful to Arteta's game plan for West Ham. In other words, he admitted the players just didn't follow the game plan that was set out by the manager and were caught napping for those first 35 minutes. And and mm. it showed, you know? Yeah, it did show. They were, they didn't look, they didn't look, uh, they looked, but they weren't on the ball. I mean, I, I've never seen us have so much of the ball in the first 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah, I mean, the first goal was superb. It's just a yeah. cracking strike by cracking Lingard. Lingard, yeah, cracking. And you know, we deserved it, and it, that was that got me off the sofa. The second goal, um, I was expecting to they were going to pull that back and take that again. I thought that was very strange. The third goal that we got, I thought was going to be disallowed. I thought Suchek was standing offside. So mm. at this point, I'm in a strange position because I'm sitting at home. Uh, and two of the three goals I haven't celebrated. And what's more, I'm watching the game, really only interested in the result because I'm not there. Uh, and I just want the points, really, because, yeah. you know, I'm and just, falling just in to love be with this clear, top four. Our first goal for that, less, uh, Jesse Lingard. So, uh, you know, I think you're right. We kept the ball and we were just pinging it around, keeping yeah. possession up to the first goal. Jesse Lingard mm. on 15 minutes. Um, I think Arsenal was still shell-shocked. Two minutes later, in goes the bow, Boeing goal. Uh, mm. And they couldn't believe it. You know, they looked at the referee nah. going, well, you've got to be ready for that, right? And and then Suchek came on, on 32, uh, which, shame it didn't go to Antonio. But, you know, Suchek got the last. So we're talking three goals in, what, that's 17 minutes, isn't it? Quick mm. maths. Um, so, incredible. Um, yeah. And you think 3-0 up, you know, what what can go wrong? But I said to someone, well, I said, I'll tell you who I said. I said to Huey, I said, he went incredible. Got this one in the bag. I went, game of two halves, mate. Game of two halves, you know. Mm. And I think I said, and Nigel will tell you this on, on a WhatsApp group. Um, I said, I just got a funny feeling about the second half. That it will be 3 all or 4 three. I had a funny feeling. I mean, and, I was at the went, game oh, when we lost. Nigel went, confident are we, are we sure? And I went, I've just seen this. I've just seen this where you come, you you, you score all your goals in a short period of time, uh, not against a run of play, but in my view, Arsenal stepped up a gear, right? They were in like, they hadn't even started it. They weren't even first gear. They, they hadn't started when we scored our goals. They stepped up a gear. We didn't step up a gear. We just thought, 
Ah, we just keep on p- pressing forward. Where, where yeah, did it go? Well, I don't see what else you can. This is if we go back to last week's podcast about noble starting. Yeah, this is the point. I don't see when we when we when we start an attacking lineup. I don't see what there else is to do other than attack because. If you play Ben Rama and, you know, you do go forward, no doubt, you know, we do look far better as a front four, would you say front four? When he does play, we've got nothing defensively. And we just got a, you know, it's going to be like a basketball game. Mm. So don't, that's kind don't, of... Don't you know, when you've I mean. conceded the first goal before half time, and of course, I didn't mention, that's but obviously killer. we scored five goals. So uh, Thomas Suchek, own goal, a bit unfair. Uh, Dawson's second own goal in in on sixty one, and obviously Lacazette in in eighty two to 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 draw the game. But uh, I suppose if my only criticism, and in Moyes we trust, I'm not turning against Moyes, three uh, one that and not three one up. Do you not bring on Johnson and Fredericks instead of Noble and say let's let's stop the rot, let's 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 defend. And just catch them on the break and stop this. It's a long time to, yeah, kind of, I suppose. I didn't know Fredericks was fit to be honest until he come on. Yeah. Um. I don't like having a post mortem when the result don't go your way. I can see your point. I can see your point. Um. But I don't know the answer. All right. Is the honest opinion? Maybe Nigel does. Yeah, well, let, let me just give you a stat attack when we come to right. Nigel. Um, so I was going to say, oh, what, what's oh, wrong with a stat attack? Love you stat love attack. your stat attacks. They were good in the 80s, Jody Watley, mate. I loved a bit of stat attack. Yeah. Um, that well, was Shalomar. You're getting mixed oh, up with Shack Attack. They were British Shack Attack. I think they were from Shack South attack. London. That's what I used to shout when he had the ball, when he was kicking it. Shack Attack. Anyway. So, despite our early keeping possession in the first sort of 15 minutes before the first goal, we only had 37% of possession at home. They had 63. Uh, We had 15 shots, 5 on target. They had 16, 7 on target. Not a lot to choose, uh, which is why the result is. Nigel, where where did it all go wrong? Or didn't it go wrong? You said afterwards, good point, actually, you said to me on WhatsApp. Yeah, it was... uh, a very enjoyable game of football. Goals of Go- fun. <laughs> you know, so. goal- goals of goals are fun. <laughs> and we had six goals in the game. We didn't. Five of them well, scored by West Ham. you say five. I'll pick it apart in a minute. Um, Go on then. When, it's, I mean, when you blow a 3-0 lead, yes, it's disappointing. But we were 3-0 up with still an hour to go. So there's still plenty of time. We haven't done a Spurs because Spurs were 3-0 up with 10 minutes to go. Now, if we were 3-0 up with yeah, 10 minutes true. to go, yes, I would have been disappointing. So we've seen it before where we've come from 3-0 down away to West Brom to get a 3 all draw in the second half. Yeah, I remember. So yeah. It, it's still a result that is possible with football to, um, to happen, especially when they get the first goal back in the first half. So you go in at half time, it's almost like a 2 0. 2 0 is a dangerous scoreline. 3 1's a dangerous scoreline at half time because they're on the up now. Now, in regards to we scored five goals, 
the, the people that sit on these committees that that chalk off Lacazette's first goal and give it to um, Suchek as a known goal, for me, know absolutely nothing about football. As far as I know, we haven't got ball tracker in, like they've got in cricket. So they don't know where that ball was going except for one camera angle. And and Suchek was so close to Lacazette. When the ball was deflected, it didn't fly in the, near the post. It flew in near enough the middle of the goal. Suits, Lacazette's shot could have been curling in the bottom corner. The ball had not moved that far enough for anyone to know. So to take the goal away from a striker, um, that's poor from, from these faceless committees that we know nothing about. I don't, mate. It's it's the goal. You know, who they, are they? they make this who, decision who are places. these faceless people? Because I'll tell you what. Ex-pros oh, ex and referees. Right, hold up. So ex-pros are actually sitting there because it was taken away during the game. So you're telling me the Premier League have got a committee sitting there during every game, watching every game live, full of ex-players and referees and everything. And then as soon as the goal goes in, go, who do we give it to? Who do we give it to? Because that is the case. That needs to be knocked on the head. But I don't believe it's the case. It's probably some dickhead from the Premier League sitting there watching it, think, oh, that flicked off of him. We're giving that as an own goal. It's called, isn't it called the Dubious Goals but, Committee? But hold up, they did it during the game. Dubious Goals Committee would sit, I would have thought, after the game. They were already saying that the Premier League were giving it down to Lacazette. Uh, uh, no, but you're time. right. So I'm just looking. A, a Dubious Goals Committee is a committee in the English football leagues that adjudicates any instance where the, identi- where the identity of a scorer is in dispute. The Premier League committee meets on an ad hoc basis whenever a disputed yeah. goal Was that a disputed goal? Attention. Was it a disputed goal? Hang on. It, it, it this generally meets four or five times right. per season. So, so it's not obviously That's not the dubious so, goals committee. Do you know, it was such a, uh, a close uh, position from Suchek to the actual hit of the shot. It, there was no chance. That is not an own goal. I'm sorry. That is not an own goal. Oh, here we go. go here we go. So here's. So it's called the goal accreditation panel. It's a three person panel at the Premier League match centre. Right. Who are they? So, so it's not the dubious ones. Well, I'm just reading that. This is on the Premier League's own site. The goal accreditation determines the goal scorers. In the Premier League, where the identity is open to debate, the identity of the goal scorer is quickly identified by Opta, the Premier League's oh, official data my... partner. However, hang on, hang on, Please. let me finish. However, if there's a doubt over the identification, it is reviewed by a three-man panel at the Premier League match centre. The panel consists of a representative from PM, uh, PGMOL, which is the referees, yeah? And two, in quotes, football experts. Could oh. have to look after them. The panel's decision is passed on to the Premier League's digital team and Opta to ensure the goal score is communicated throughout their official channels. A club can appeal a decision to the Premier League Goal Accreditation's appeals panel. 
who will review the footage and come to decision. So there you go. So <laughs> whoever, who, who was the goal Lacazette, scored by that's the thing, Lacazette. 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 So Lacazette and Arsenal well, can I'll, go to the appeal panel. The I didn't, I'm learning this for the first time. The PL goal accreditation appeals but panel. But do you not there think you that's stupid? Do you not think that is not needed? And I know it's a petty thing or to argue, but at the end of the day, if if that happens two or three times for a goal scorer and he's on a goal bonus, that's a bit of wedge he's missing out on. If if you had, you know, well, luckily if you had Lacazette to score any time, you still would have got in. But what if he mm. didn't get that third goal and you did have Lacazette to score? Yeah. You know, you're not... You, you're yeah. gonna... fun, do you want a fun fact? Wanna... Fun fact, yeah. number one of this podcast. Uh, West Ham is the first team in four years to score two own goals in a Premier League match. The last team to do it was who in 2017, Nigel? Mate, take your pick. Chelsea. Swansea. I mean, yeah, fun fact. Um, But uh, it seems a petty thing to start to rant about, but these little things just annoy me because that's a goal killer. They've took it away and, you know, it's, it's not an own goal. All right. How about the Craig? Oh, that's an own goal. Dear, oh dear. His second yeah. proper own goal, though, in two yeah. matches. He can't be happy no. with that, can no. he? Um, it reminds me of uh, Frank Sinclair, who was sort of calamity Frank for a while. We went for a period of scoring own goals. I think he holds a record for most in one season. I think um, right. Tony Dunn, Man City. Was that his name, Anthony Dunn, wasn't it? Um, the Irishman. I think he's got the record for the most Premier League going goals. You know, you're giving me an idea for Clarence Hill's story. You know, um, thank you. Of thank course, you really you're good. only allowed to mention him. Uh, Wes Brown. Wes what? Brown. Phil uh, Jagielka. Martins Kirkle. Uh, oh, seven. Hang on. Richard Dunn. Did oh, you Dunn. say that? It was Richard Dunn, Dunn. yeah. Richard Dunn, yes. 10 goals. Five players with the most it, own yeah. goals. Richard Dunn got 10 yeah. goals. Jamie Carragher, seven. Got one cut files, dancing feet. That was great. Wes Brown, six. Phil Jagiel. Not Frank six. Sinclair? He got a few for, for Chelsea and Leicester. Well, he's not, not down not on this list. I'm sorry. Um, but I knew, I knew the um, record thing. But, I mean, the... That first goal gave them impetus. They they looked um, hungry for the second before the half time came. They came out all guns blazing. Um, is it Odegaard in the middle for Arsenal? Really took the game by the scruff of the neck. But then we still had chances on the break. I know a lot of people complaining about the referee. For me, I don't see it. I, I know there was the. There was the bit where he blew up. I think we had a two-on-one situation and everyone's going, we would have scored. And you're thinking, really? Do you think we would have done? Because, you know, I would have put that down as a 50-50. There was no guarantee we were going to score that. And I think he blew up. I don't know if he thought there was a head injury for a player or something because he gave a drop ball. I don't think the ref had a bad game. And then... uh, Frank Sinclair, six. six. I'm just yeah, looking at the you. Premier League and yeah. goals, six. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Then Rio Ferdinand, five, by the way, just to put a West Ham slant. Oh, well, did he get any for West Ham, though? I don't know. It was Tottenham. Oh, yeah. Yes, that's right. was there. Yes. Late, wasn't it? Was it last minute? Yes. No, 
Yeah, it was late. Was that, was that the game? game? Was that Anton that got an own goal? One of them was last Anton minute. Got an own goal. Sorry, no, I thought that's what you said. We're talking about Rio. Oh, I beg your pardon. Um, I mean, the, the, the reason why I wasn't too downhearted is one, we watched a thoroughly entertaining game of football. And that's, for me, always the one thing I want to look for. Two, we get a point. Yeah. We stay fifth, which with nine games to go is a fantastic achievement for West Ham. And, um, and, yeah, you know, yeah. and it's not fifth, but people got games in hand on us. It's like we're fifth by right. So, and and there, there's there should be no reason. People are going to sand off, but some people just seem to thrive on being too negative at times, even for a draw. We, well, did you did you think you got his substitutions wrong then? Just well, going listen, back to Moyes from bring second. on the noble substitution. Why would no, noble? Why would Moyes bring on noble? Well, the one thing that was missing from the from the game, he wants him to no, score no, a no, goal no, to get no, one no. to equal no. uh, to equal Paolo Di Canio's yeah, Premier stop League. Stop nicking stats that I've told you off goal. here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wrote a story about that, obviously, for clarity. Yeah. You after this, um, yeah. Well, um, well, I know why you was asking me. It was obviously you was pumping me for a story. Uh, but I was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tell, me, tell me again. You said why Mark just randomly text me. Tell me again why Mark Nobles like. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm stupid. But anyway, perhaps yeah. what was lacking from uh, the second half was leadership on the pitch. There didn't seem... Declan Rice, when captain, I don't know, he didn't seem to be, like, rallying the troops trying to put up a better fight. So perhaps he brings Noble on for, to rally the troops. The one thing I will say, though, is I don't think many people noticed it, was there was... Uh, we were attacking... In, obviously, in the second half, and Noble's on the pitch, and Antonio lost the ball to David uh, David Luiz, and Luiz broke and surged into our area, where he was brought down by a tackle behind by Antonio. And Noble, when Luiz won the ball, turned his back on Luiz as if to run back to position, and he just looked like he was treading water to the point that Antonio got up off the floor sprinted after Louise and caught him up before Noble was even in shot. I'm, mm. I'm worried for Mark Noble in that if he has another season, by having another season, it, it could be one season too far. Kevin Nolan nearly had that. His legs, mm. under the first few games, you think Nolan played under Bilic, some of the European games, and he was gone. He's, he just couldn't keep up, and we'll I, see. Just, I just we'll see. I mean, he's he's as you told me, and I'll, I'll credit you, you on this. He needs one yeah. goal uh, to equal forty-six goal 47. Premier League goals scored by um, forty-seven. Yes. He's on forty-six. He needs one more goal to equal. But here's the funny thing: Mickey Antonio is on is forty-three. He? Wow. How did you yeah, know that? That's what you told yeah, thank me. Because you, <laughs> you told me it. Uh, and and he, so he only needs four. He's probably more likely to uh, reach the record before, uh, unless, 
what happens is he keeps on bringing on Noble and then we get a penalty while Noble's on the pitch. And um, I don't know if you heard, but um, uh, did you see um, uh, Declan Rice on Soccer AM no. on Saturday? No. He's got this horrible bum fluff around his chin at the moment, which looks a bit weird. But he, he, he came on and he said, if he scores another goal, or when he scores another goal, he's going to do the Kevin Nolan chicken dance <laughs> in homage to his assistant coach. Uh, and just going back to the game, he had a very good go at it, didn't he, Nigel? He, yeah, he, I mean, that he, was... A, he that sprinted was a... like he was... Um, <laughs> Uh, an athlete and and well he's an athlete but you know a, a runner and then yeah. took a shot and was unlucky not to uh that would have been a screaming goal to yeah he broke goal. out and he has got the ability to do that to just surge forward and take players out of the game and i don't have i don't a lot of people were moaning oh he should have squared it he should have squared it i didn't have a problem with him having the shot and this is the thing even though we drew three all in that second half yes it was dominated by arsenal you know, we were a Nat's whisker away from going 4 2 up with Antonio's post. You know, and let's face it, it was the only thing Ben Rama did all game. Because I don't I don't remember his name being mentioned by the um by the commentator in the first half. He he was um I don't know, he just weren't at the races for whatever reason. But then Ben Rama has got that ability to just go past players mm. to do that. Um, you, you can get away with having one player in your team that does that who just suddenly wakes up. But he needs to wake up about three or four times a game to justify his play, not just once. Mm. Um, th- that's all. Fun fact. Go on Twitter. Fun fact. Where was Mark Noble today? Anyone? Anyone? Essex. Um, well, he must nope. have been accessory lives. Well, he wasn't in my oh, Essex. Right. Well, not at all. Food banks. No, he wasn't so at the food, food banks. Bank. No. Um, We're talking uh, about food banks later. Oh, okay. He was St George's Park. No, no. Um, he, he was in. He was. I'll give you a clue. He was in Norfolk. Oh, he was in Norfolk. Oh, the under the under twenty the under eighteens played, didn't they? I'm right. He he went on to support the under 18s uh, today. They won five nil in in Norwich for the FA Cup Youth Cup. The FA Cup Youth Cup. FA oh, right. Youth Cup. <laughs> Did he ever play in that? He he wasn't in that side. That um. Well, I think he would have played in it. Won it? But was he, he weren't in the team that won it. No, because I think you know that was the nineteen ninety nine team that won it. So he right. didn't. Mm. He was seventeen when he made his debut in two thousand and four. So that's the year he would have been in the two thousand and three, two thousand and four Youth Cup tournament, which we probably yeah. didn't do very well at. They put um Obeko, Ubeko in um, Mipo, oh, well. uh today. He scored the first two goals. They won five nil. Did you know that? Yeah, because yeah. you just well told us, Sean. Oh, all right, good. fine. All right, who's 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 the uh, manager Steve there, Potts. Nigel? Nope. Is it is it not Steve Potts? Has he been promoted then? Nope. So, yeah, yes. Jack no. Jack Collison. No, nope. he didn't come back. Um, oh. I think Jack's still in America, isn't he? Atlanta, or has he left them? Oh, is he? Yeah. He is. Yeah. Uh, oh, Paul Kaczewski. No. Nope. 
try again. He's he's the uh, loans manager, Paul Kuczewski. Oh, oh, that's all right. He's only oh. got a couple to look after. Uh, Carlton. No. Carlton Carl's good. He's, he's not Carl. He's just a... He's like chuckle vision. Carl, Come on, isn't he? It's someone... It's someone who's been West Ham senior manager. Kevin Keane. Kevin Keane. Kevin Keane. I gave that away too easy. Yeah, Kevin Keane is the under 18 right, manager. How many times has Kevin Keane individually managed West Ham? Twice. Thrice. I th- you both said it at something at the same time. So I, didn't... I said thrice. Three I times. Said twice. The answer is three times. Well, well done. Anyway, free all. It's good to be remembering yeah. stuff, isn't it? Forty comes in handy. Forty-nine points, fifth place. Um, nothing sniff. We got fourteen-day break now until we play Wolves. Um, our good old friend Max. Do you remember yes. Max? He's now his birds. Kelly, what's the name? Who does Premier League TV now? His his partner. Sorry. Yes, not Sorry. his bird. Uh, his partner uh, is Kelly. Misogynist of me. Yeah, I know. Um, anything to say on the game before we move on from our London derby? Uh, um, just I, it was a good game of football. We didn't lose it. I don't get this. Goals, Goals are fun. fun. Did it feel like a defeat to me? No, it felt like a draw. <laughs> it fucking felt like oh, a defeat oh, to me. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> I want the three points. I want to just jump the UEFA and go straight to the Champions League. It's a it's a club changing moment if that happens. Yeah, I mean, if you take it like that, the, the, if you look at um, the the Europa League, I, I don't know. You get a lot of people. The thing is, because the finance is not in the Europa League, and you don't attract better players being in the Europa League. Um, I don't think there's any real benefit to West Ham um, for being in the Europa League. Um, but if you even just by being in the Champions League, if we got fourth spot, just by being in the Champions League, if we finish bottom and lose every game and played the kids, it it would still be able to perhaps, and you can see what it's done for Leicester. You know what Leicester are built on. They had that one mm. season where they come from nowhere, won the league, but instead of Fluffing it, they, then they then got to the quarterfinals of the Champions League. They had a bad season that year for them, if you look if you look at it. But then they came back the season after that, uh, and they've they've continued being a top six team now, and it's you know offered that miracle season, and by buying and selling players well, which obviously is another problem we have. But um, the Champions League would. Just, just, just by being in it and losing every game would, I think, possibly have the ability to change the future of this club. This is a sliding doors moment. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's why at the moment I'm only interested in results, especially when I'm not there. Oh well, I can dream. But I, you know, I beg to differ because although I do agree with what you're saying about the the Europa Cup. What it can do in our position is that is that I think the time has come where we've got to show a little bit of, of faith in someone from the youth team, bring them through 
for them to get to understand the David Moyes way of playing. So, um, just to develop that, an extra player or They could point to Ben Johnson. You know, so if that's, if, if that's levelled at the club, you know, you need to start doing it. He could go, well, I've brought Ben Johnson through and he's played Mipo or Beko or whatever his name is. Um, if they've played Mipo a couple of times in the first team, so he, he's, he's given them the taste. One thing I heard, which I hadn't thought about, is is about um, there is a problem bringing under twenty three players into the squad because apparently the squads have to bubble, so the under twenty three players have their own bubble separate to the first oh. team. Now, it's not something we've really thought about, but it sort of makes sense. No. Right. So, we so we talked about this, but it ain't true. Right. It's not so, true. Is it not true? Well, yeah. So, uh, David Moyes spoke about this last week, and I wrote a story about it saying, you know, Frederick Alves... Um, uh, uh, no, it's not Alves, Alves. Um, Alves. And... Um, uh, Ubeko, Mipo, could not play because they played in the midweek for an under-23s. Because David Moyes has said, look, it's a balance between either playing with the under-23s or playing with a full team. They, they've got to be in a bubble. So he's the one who started off this bubble. So I wrote a story game, but they can't be. But they were on the bench, so it can't be true. So they played midweek. Maybe they've got to be tested, or it's got to be a number of days. They played midweek. When, when did the under the under-23s played on Wednesday, and then by Sunday, they're in the full team. So the bubble can't be too long swapping between bubbles because both of them played the under-23s and then swapped over to the senior bubble by Sunday. Oh. Maybe you have to have a test or something. So I agree. I, I thought the same thing as you, Nigel. But then Sunday sort of disproved that whole theory. All right. All right. Moyes makes it up as he goes along, though. Oh, perhaps, yeah, perhaps it was on Claret and You, I read it, but then I claim to not read Claret and You. Right. Should we do yeah, news? Let's do news. Yeah. Uh, injury news. Um, obviously, Fredericks is back. Um, uh, um, Randolph is not. He trained, but he wasn't on the bench. He'll be back. Uh, by the end of the international break, so will um, uh, Obona and um, Yarmolenko. Oh, sorry. So will Yarmolenko oh, yeah. and Masuaku. Both of them played in the under twenty threes for seventy five minutes. Uh, there's a very good chance I'm being told that. Well, no, not a very good chance. An outside chance that um, Obona could be back. That he should be training as well um, on grass very soon. And um, who else is out? Four nails. Four nails. Four nails. Four nails has got a groin strain. Um, they had hoped he was going to be back for Arsenal. I think I said that last week, but he wasn't. He failed mm. a fitness test, but he'll definitely be back. So we should. They should. Uh, with the only question mark on on Ogbonna, have a full. He should have a full fit squad. Unless, as someone said to me, and I don't know if it was one of you lot, went, yeah, unless the international. <laughs> we get injuries in the internationals, and that's true. We've got a lot of international players, haven't we? So, you know, 
just our luck that we, we're about to be injury free. Um, and we probably hit some uh, some injuries. But anyway, let's hope. Let's look on the positive side. Let's be optimists. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to Iron Supporting Food Banks. They're doing an Easter um, Easter campaign. Uh, you know, on this podcast, friend of the podcast, uh, John. I did an article last night in Clarence Hugh. All the details on there, but we'll also put the link up. So they're trying to get 5,000 chocolate Easter eggs for the needy in Newham. They do this every Easter and Christmas, etc. So um, we'll put up details for that. But uh, good luck to uh, those guys. You can give cash as well. You don't just have to be in the East End like Nigel and, and drop over an egg to one of the collection points. You can give hard cash. They do take that as well. Uh, NFT update. Um, Canning Town Lens um, non-fungible, non-fungible or non-fungible tokens. Fungible. Fungible. I say fungible, don't I? Uh, fungible yeah. tokens. Oh, I've got an, I've got a bit of an argument to pick with a listener. So I mentioned last <laughs> week, right, that I'm going to buy the London Stadium, right? And the next day, right, when we publish, someone's bought the London Stadium NFT beforehand, right? Well, no, no, there's a buyer for it. That's why. Good shrewd move. Right. Well, this week, this week, I'm buying Sir Trevor Brookin token, and no one's going to stop me, right? So just be warned, right? Leave off. They're my NFT. Good investment, Sir Trevor. Um, Next up, uh, London Stadium survey. Um, It's one I've done every year. Look, I know people are going to go, but we haven't been in there. Well, except for 2000, of course, before the lockdown. The first lockdown, that is. It's about attitudes it's about perception i've done it every four i've done it for the last four years since we moved it didn't seem right not to do it uh three thousand people have done it again it would be nice if you did it it sh- it will be shared with the board it's your chance to write a comment all the board will read and i promise you they do read them so i'll put the link in the facebook group but um london stadium survey 2021 is running. 3,000 people have filled it out. Please fill it out. Friends of the podcast, eight of you, we get to 3,008. Um, what else? Um, oh, yeah, of course. Uh, the West Ham Official Supporters Club have got their AGM. Uh, they've also announced that they are leasing um, the uh, clubhouse uh, to a new tenant. But they've also got their AGM. Um, um, I'm sure I'll be attending that. I know. Are you still members, boys? Are you both members of the supporters club, Nigel, Len? Unless they've revoked it. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, well, we're still members because what they did was is that they um, held over your membership from last season into this season. So everybody that was a member while we were at London Stadium technically is still a member. Which was quite good, you know, which was a good move by them. What about next season? Well, I'd imagine if fans are back, then I suppose quite rightly, you know, the club cannot function without funds that they would need to open up and we would have to pay our subscription and renew. I mean, I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd have, you know, chucked them a few, Bob, this season. Mm. You know, no, so next, yeah. um, I quite... All right. Well, if you remember, join the AGM. I will be joining the AGM. The accounts are going to be 
The accounts will oh, come out soon. You're ruining someone's night. You no, they, they, <laughs> yeah. Well, the last time we went to an AGM, do you remember we travelled all that way? Did you turn up to that one? Uh, where where we we ousted the the old committee? And, and yeah, because I was uh, I, I was straight out, wasn't I? But while the meeting was still going on, I was at the back door drilling the locks on, <laughs> changing the locks on Castle Street. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, they had me primed and ready to go, and I got the nod once the vote went. As soon as the vote went, the meeting was still going on. I was at the back door, yeah. and uh, opening yeah. up. Uh, it's funnier because no one had the keys, and then when I was drilling the lockout, someone turned up with a key. So, so <laughs> too late, mate. Anyway, look forward to the AGM. Look forward to what's going on there. Um, company's house, uh, we've paid off. Uh, we've obviously don't like Michael Tabor anymore. We've paid off our 55 million pound loan with media rights and funding, which we've been borrowing for another. Our new friend is Michael Dell and his family of Dell Computers. And we've used our 120 million pound overdraft to pay off our loan to media is rights. Is it an underwrite? Early. Get this right. I don't know. So is it yeah. an 120 million pound overdraft so like they give or is it a it drawdown is. facility like it is in the past where we have the ability to draw an 120 million as and when we need it and we may not take the 420 Correct. million. But it's well, the same it's called a revolving call credit thing, facility. But people you, will misunderstand it because people may think that we've been given right. 120 the million. The overdraft pounds. facility well, we have. We've got the ability to borrow 150, and we buy, we pay for that, right? So we pay a small percentage. I don't know the. In the past, it's been 0.5. So you pay 0.5 percent on 120 million, right? Which is 600,000, right, per year, to have the ability to borrow immediately up to 120 million. In our case, we've already borrowed 55 million of that by paying off media rights and funding. Michael Tabor based allegedly and now we're paying allegedly so other clubs have paid 9% interest so we're now paying 9% on well, that must be better million. than Michael Tabor's rate then well not in the past he might have upped his rates but in the past we pay 0.5% and I think it was something like six. Or I mean 7%. I don't know but in this so, current climate I, I would imagine that most lenders would be nervous about lending to football clubs that have had its um, finance income uh, sort of decimated. Yeah, you might, you might be right. This one is different. We used to renew media rights and funding every year. This one's a five-year deal. Um, anyway, we've been invited on <clears throat> to Hammers United. Sorry, not Hammers United. Irons United. Yeah, we've been invited on to Hammers United. Irons United to do another finance tale. So uh, we're going to do, uh, with Stelios and Anton, we're going to do another one of those great PowerPoints where Nigel and I talk about, talk bollocks about finances. So more of that later. Two more quick things. One, uh, the, the bloody horse one. So here's a funny story. For a long time, our friend Simon of the podcast um, uh, bought a horse. And, and we helped him talk to Frank McAvenny and, and Tony Cotty to name the horse um, Cotty McAvenny Goal. Okay. And, and the two boys were delighted about it. In fact, it fish, uh, figured in a um, Sun article recently or, or some article saying, you know, 
I was delighted. I think Frank said I was delighted. Of course, it's been called after me. So Nigel and myself have been following this horse, right? <laughs> um, and 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 it was under one trainer, uh, Kim Bailey, and then it moves to another one, and then it went lame. And so its first run, I think it finished seventh. Then it, and then it finished last. Then it moved trainers. It went lame. And in meanwhile, myself and Nigel are putting money on it. Anyway, it ran again recently. Last um, week. And the owner, Simon, were last week. And it was on a WhatsApp group. And, and the owner, Simon, went, oh, it's running again. So, dutifully, you know, we put money on it again. Fell over. <laughs> so, <laughs> we're thinking, oh, great. Yeah, here we go. Simon's. Anyway, today it ran, right? Did Simon tell us it was running no, today? No, he didn't. What was the odds? Eight to Nigel? one. And what happened to the bloody horse? One. Bugger. Now, aren't we, we are going to get some. We're going to recoup our losses in one go. Me. Yeah, I know. I know. We're going to get Simon. You could have got your three pound horse. back. I know. No, I put twenty pound on the first time each. Ten pound each way. But uh, he, he, I think he, I'm he, down he, twenty quid on that horse. Well, I'm down more than that. I'm down like twenty-five. Oh. Um. Anyway, well done. Uh, look out for it. Uh, Cotty McAvenny goal. Final thing, and, and Nigel can expand on this. This Hammers United crest is just not going away. Um, I um, so so there's you know this story about this crest, one of many demolition spoil uh, available for eight thousand seven hundred. So out comes Hammers United and say, you know, we offered it to the club and the club said no. Right, I spoke to the club and they went. <laughs> We threw it away and we've got tons of stuff in storage we don't know what to do with at the moment anyway. Um, why would we want this? Um, I think Nigel said it wasn't sold at auction. It was demolition spoil, probably for the scrap metal. No, um, uh, quickly, hold up. Some... how it works is, is when a demolition company takes on the contract, they, they, they will have a, a lot of salvage yards are run by demolition companies. So they've realised they don't just bulldoze it and stick it in the ground. There's money to be had. So a demolition company can will take the contract and they will get to keep what they deem and sell. I, I know, but it's massive. Yeah, so I mean, obviously they sort that as like salvage. You, t- you told the story of the guy oh, yeah. who tried, who bought that great big sign and didn't know what to do towers. Yeah, yeah. So the story's gone on. So first of all, then they write a story, it's going overseas. Then a YouTuber comes out from nowhere I've Bazinga. never heard of. Yeah. Who says he, 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 he might fund it. I don't know if he is or not. And now the latest twist of the story is what, Nigel? Well, it looks like they've got funding to purchase it. So I think there was a GoFundMe page set up that raised nearly a £1,000 from general supporters. But then it looks like they've secured the funding, whether it's from this, you know, YouTuber who's got. He's, I think he was one of the linesmen or the sidesmen. I don't know what they're called. Um, but he's he's quite a big star on on YouTube, um, million odd subscribers, I think, or whatever. I've seen this stuff in the past, to be honest. So, and he actually lives in a flat that overlooks the stadium at Stratford. Oh, I know he used to. So. But anyway, if he's he's offered to put up the money, all, all good. It, and this is where, for me, it gets a bit strange. This sign is absolutely huge. It would it would 
on a house, it would be too big. So to find somewhere to put it. Now, the, the, what I've seen is it's possible that they're going to try and put it or they're looking to speak to the supporters club and hang it on Castle Street, which when you think about it, could be a good place to put it. But the supporters club are disposing of Castle Street. They're not going to be using it. So are the people taking over it going to want that stuck on the side of it? Disposing or subleasing? Well, you call it subleasing. Question for the... Yeah. Well, Since no, it's a question it, for the AGM. Well, you call it subleasing. I call it disposing. So, you know, it's semantics at the moment, and it let's see what 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 the coup is because we don't know. Well, you do because you've been told, but you know oh, that's the way I see it at the moment. Um, now, there wasn't an amusing thing over the weekend. There is a um, there is a Twitter account. Not AI Sean, uh, which there is one as well. I don't know who it is. Very funny because uh, they're listening. Can I just point out that? Uh, uh, well, no, but they, they did sort of direct message me and we did have a giggle. <laughs> you direct message yourself. Anyway, there is also a, another Twitter account, which I've seen for some time. I, I just I know I must know who it is, but I just don't know who's writing it. And it's called Not Association, Not the Nine O'Clock News. And it, it <laughs> That's you, Sean. It is not me, I promise you. I wish I was that witty. I would I would absolutely say, Yeah, it's me. But it's I'm not that witty. So they they published a picture of urinals and said, We've just located <laughs> the, the bowling ground urinals and uh, we can we can buy them for eight thousand pounds. I mean, where um, does it stop? Me. I mean, are, are they going to are they going to want my stuff back? Yeah, you no. Know, you think, oh, hold up a minute. <laughs> you know, this is mine now. Well, you need a bowling ground to fill it, don't you? Something the size of no ground. Castle Street would have been all right. <laughs> Could have opened me museum up yeah. there. Anyway, that I think that's the news this week. Is there anything else that uh, has caught your eye, boys? Before we move on. No, I'm surprised it was that much. No, yeah, well, you'll be amazed what we can drag out. Like Claret and you half yeah, hour, isn't it? You'll be amazed what they can they can, yeah. they can bang oh, out twenty oh, stories oh. a day, mate. Oh no, oh. you can't. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me just uh, remind me of the story I was giving the own goal story. Um, what was the other one you gave me today? I gave you another one today. I don't know. It's time for this anyway. Yeah, the Facebook, Twitter question time. Now, by the way, listeners, um, in the future, we have talked about splitting the podcast in two, um, where the bit we've just done, which has last 50 minutes, becomes podcast number one, and the questions we're about to do becomes podcast number two, okay? Um, that's because... So we can diddy-dally a bit. Well, also, so, you know, when George does come back, he can have his dinner. Um, so here's a question to you eight listeners, and, and we're, we're we're not um, we like to be a bit democratic. Sometimes. Do we? Um, That's funny because yeah, we got sometimes. someone coming on the show, Sean, and you just went, yeah, without asking any of us. Yeah, I know, but it's my podcast. Um, 
Um, so <laughs> I did tell joke. that person actually. Um, yeah, the, the version right. that you gave us originally seemed to differ to the version that he asked. I just said sure. No, no, no. Yeah, I, I did say to him. I said sure, sure. Of course, you can come yeah. on anytime. Um, anyway, going back to it, right? So we're going to record two podcasts, right? Same, same content, two podcasts. Do we release both of them simultaneously, so you can listen one after another on a Monday? Or do we release one on a Monday and one on a Tuesday? So you've got something to look forward to. Or actually, do you want to, or do you still prefer one? Yeah, just press the pause button and go back. Or like a Twix. Yeah. No, no one has one Twix. Or don't you just care? The fuckers eat the pear. I can eat both at the same time. I've got yeah. yeah, yeah, it's Facebook Twitter question time where you, the eight listeners, get to ask us, the three presenters, or two presenters, one host, questions, because <laughs> I know that upsets Nigel. Um, <laughs> Nigel. I did ask a question. The one thing is, obviously, we didn't, in the news bit, I forgot to mention about my other podcast. That will be out. Well, I was going to do that at the end. I was going to do your little plug at the end. Yeah. We might as well now. We'll do it at the end. So, uh, more than just a podcast published by Nigel Khan two hours ago. Yes. Yes. Uh Oh, (laughs) no. It was supposed (laughs) to be half hour before we started recording, but actually, (laughs) you know, it turned. Hang on. Hang on. Did you just ask a question without asking the rest yeah, of Yeah, because I'm in charge of this and... bit, all right, Matt? So calm oh, down, right, put okay, yourself back okay. in the box and sit down. <laughs> all right, recording tonight, folks. So my question to you is, what do you place more highly in football? Result of being entertained? And then, as always, we'll do our best to answer your questions. Did you like Because it? it's nice to hear. I know I bang on goals of funds and I want entertainment and everything, but obviously a lot of people are disappointed when they we blew a 3-0 lead, especially what it possibly could have meant. And if we miss out on Champions League by like one point, you know, people could be having a go at me. Martin Rowe Sports says, evening all. He says, entertainment as per yesterday, it was a superb game. Uh, disappointed that Chambers was man of the match and we didn't stop him crossing from the right. Disappointed that Bowen kept going on to the ground, which cost us a goal. Uh, Dawson probably had his least effective game for us, especially getting caught not marking for the third goal. What do you think on all points? Um, I, I think you was right. I think that defensively, it's possibly that second half was one of the worst we've had under Moyes recently. Yeah. Yeah. Agree? Um, I think somewhat, going back to Martin's point, I think, I must admit, I didn't actually notice the defensive errors, although they clearly were there. But it was, the defence were a little bit more isolated than usual, it appeared. There wasn't as much defending going on further up the pitch. Or at least the midfield weren't as close to the defence. Depends on where you look at really. But as you say, you know, I think that's what's gonna happen if you if you want a more attacking starting lineup. But maybe they didn't have a great uh, maybe 
I don't think Diop's been good the last couple of games, to be honest. He's looked, looked a bit out of yeah. position. I, I said that to someone and I got shouted at because I said, oh, I can't wait to get yeah, Ogbonna back. We just shout I think we need generally, a, don't we? A, a, a bit of calmness, uh, which, you know, no disrespect to Diop, but Ogbonna's better at. Yeah, I, I mean, defensively, when do you look at the opposition and say, actually, defence wasn't that bad, the opposition was just that good? Yeah, that is true. Yeah, yeah. Because there were a lot more moments where Arsenal did you play know, really well yesterday. I'm sure it's frustrating for Arteta, and, and it gives us no end of joy watching the Arsenal fans like complain about that. But is that when you can see the way Arsenal can play? Because I mean, they were uh, untouchable at times in that second half, and the fact that they don't play like that for a full game probably frustrates them more than we get frustrated by the fact that we dominated them for the first half hour of the game, and then sort of reverted back into our shell. But I think it was actually the way Arsenal played that pushed us into our shell, rather than us naturally reverting yeah. to. It. Yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, Should we, are we keeping score of who thinks it's more entertaining than All right, we'll the keep result? the score. So that's 1-0 for entertainment, yeah? There's only another 28 to go. So oh. Davy Jones, old Ziggy, says, Evening <laughs> all, another roller coaster of a West Ham game, but a point in the London derby is not to be sniffed at. He likes to be entertained and enjoyed seeing Benny Rama have a go but it did leave Creswell a bit exposed. So ultimately, he goes, results are what count in the end. So he's gone, slash, what do we give that? It's a result, do we? Oh, well, yeah, it's ultimately so results. So he says, Sean, yeah. best cheese for a fondue. He's never had one myself, but I thought you'd be, I'm sorry, you'd have had a few. What, fondue? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love a bit. Especially in the hot tub. You love a fondue in the hot tub. Oh, do you, do you know what? He's dirty, If you haven't been skiing and had a little fondue in a ski lodge, then you haven't lived. Sorry. Do you not what like fondue? Then, Sean? Huh? Laughing cow? Laughing cow? Would you know what? Do you know what? It is a funny story. When I have, I've eaten what? mostly fondue in France, yeah, and and I never know what actual cheese. It's a local cheese, and they never usually tell you. So when I have in, you know, around sort of the mountains <laughs> of, of France, and they serve you fondue, they the don't Pyrenees, they tell you. They just give you, they give, they give you a lot. Of, you're right, Pyrenees. They give you a lot of cheese in a fondue and, and a load of bread because. French love bread. Um, so I, I, I don't Pulsalou. know what, what cheese the French use. I don't know. don't know. Cannonball. cheese they use. But, oh, well. but it, on, in, a, on a sort of snowy, in a snowy ounce, it's uh, very nice. Like a bit of fondue, mm. me. You ever been skiing, Len? We haven't talked about cheese. Thank right? fuck. No, I'm no, glad no. you said that, Dry son, because I'll tell you what, neither of I dear. Oh, we Dry skiing at Arlo yeah, once. I did, I did the Beckton Alps once, and uh, the Beckton Alps dry ski slope was built on a slag heap from the Coke Works. So that about sums it, the area up, to be fair. I did it once, Bit of an fell over, thing, and it's it? like, I ain't doing that again. What a part of old crap. Um, yeah. Oh, definitely. It's like, it's like Formula One. Well, I've been Formula One. How about 
if you haven't skied, you must oh, have snowboarded. I've got a great story, actually. No, no, I've got a great story about Formula One. If you want to hear it, um, go. You might as well. <laughs> no, I can't. Actually, I won't. It's, All it's, right. Uh, one day I will tell the story, but it involves me making quite a bit All of money. Right. But I don't want to say how. Um, uh, he's got a question for you, though, old Ziggy. Let uh, Yogi Bear or Pink Panther? Brady out. Brady out. That's a good question. Because although Pink Panther was at times a little bit shit, it did give you a bit of variety. And that was a cool car in the opening credits and closing co- credits. So I did like that. So I'm just going to be on the side of Pink, see, Pink I Panther. Could, see, the thing about the Pink Panther, that you, they started having that crane. Right, and oh, that yeah. I could, I never, never run. I didn't like that bit. Never took to the crane. So Yogi gets it. It's a little bit because it's smarter than the average bear. Yeah, picking yeah. it baskets. That's a satisfying word. Picking it. So Sean would be boo boo, wouldn't he? I bet that's what she calls him in the hot tub (laughs) when he's having a fondue. Hello, (laughs) (laughs) boo-boo. Oh, Nicholas Harvey. Hello, Nigel and Lynn. (laughs) 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 And a special hello to Piers as well. Uh, Seeing how I didn't say hello to him last week and refused to answer my question. He does take it personally, Nicholas. Uh, he's put great first half, shite second half versus the half. Can't complain as the players gave their all, but they did look knackered. Uh, squad depth is the big issue, and he thinks that will make stop us making the top six. Uh, as a West Ham fan, entertainment is what it's all about. We've never been just about results, and I don't really see that changing. Ding! Two for entertainment, one for result. Len, is John Moss yes. the worst referee in the Premier League? 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Uh, one of them. When John Moss well, you've nicked my club. joke. Thanks for that. That's all right. I was Sorry, just going to go, I think I preferred him. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Culty Club. He was the drummer. Yeah. Yeah, he was, wasn't he? Um, all right. Yeah. So, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me and you are too yeah. attuned, I tell you. Right. Right. What's the season ticket waiting list at the moment? Um, Nicholas thinks it's less than 50, seeing as the club seems to be offering anyone up to four um, season tickets. Well, I thought they got rid of it. There is no season list. Sorry? Yeah, but didn't they? Did So, uh, here's a story for you from you Mr. You were at the same if meeting as me. If you want to be Faro. Yeah, I don't know. Right. So, if they've scrapped this list, yeah. Yeah. If they give everyone their attendance back that never bought or never no. got offered one. No. Oh, so they've no. kept the tenors. Yeah, because you're still on the list if you want to. If you if you ask to be go back on the list, it's a lifetime fee, so you won't be charged again if you ask to go back on the list. Oh, there you go. Let's call it an active list. So though um, notionally, are we supposed to be doing anything with? Um... Notionally, it's fifty thousand, right? But they only keep an active list. Nigel, that's the way you need to think about it. Go on, then. What was you going to say? Well, are we supposed to be doing some of our season From ticket? In a couple of weeks. We're I think it. all the money goes back in. Well, I don't know about you lot, because um, us loyal fans that paid all the money up front. <laughs> yeah, you mugs. All right, yeah, us mugs <laughs> that paid all the money up front. On that hope so you, that we you would get that, to like got... three or four games. We got ten percent extra though, Nigel. We made money yeah, more than you would in a bank. To be fair, so if you kept your money in the bank, uh, uh, Len, you would have earned less money. You won't get ten percent, mate. Got, we've got we've earned ten percent on that money. Not as much as NFTs, though. I've got a dilemma. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a dilemma. Go. What to do with me thirty-two quid? Um, even though I'm hoping you're, I can use buy, half of the thirty. Yeah, I'll well, buy my ticket for Southampton. Some... Yeah. All right. Well, if you get it, I'll get yeah. you in. Don't worry. No, do you like that idea, though? Yeah. Do you like Because if, if I renew straight away, they can take the 320 quid out. That should leave me my £32 left. And then when I win the Southampton game ballot, I can go, we'll take it out of that. Yeah, see up there, the thing in down there, the dancing. A yeah. name from the past, Never. a blast from the past, always welcome back. It's old Palumi Ogaluna. Hello, Palumi. Uh, Odegaard and Suckers. Inside cutting passes killed us. That's the exact player we have needed. He said, we've tried with Payet, Lanzini and Anderson. Not sure why Antonio wasn't taken off for four nails. 
or at least someone who could play defence in the closing moments. I think Fournells weren't on the bench, Palumi. Was he? No. No, he wasn't. No, he's injured. All right. Well, I mean, I'm not up with the sub even like Palumi. Palumi is very worried for next season as we will have to replace all the guys that continually sit on the bench. Where will the money come from for actual squad depth, strikers and creative players? Mr. Dell. Well, it's a question me and David Altsig were chewing over last night after the game. Um... If if quickly the way I said if you take that we'll probably have to pay about fifteen for Lingard, um, and and that is a must. And then if the budget is about sixty, it, which including flogging a few players, um, that leaves forty five million to bring in three or four players. The, the, the spread that over if you're looking at ten million a player, you don't get a lot of bang for your buck at 10 million quid, do you? No, so, really. you know, it, Moyes has got to work his magic again. And and the thing with that is when you dabble in that market, you know, if you get a success rate of 75%, you've done well. That means we're still going to buy a dud player. If we yeah. haven't already done one. That's true. No names. Yeah, the jury's getting out for me with him. Um, but you don't know, dear. Um, no. I think I know who he wanted. I think he wanted Etsy, and you, you can see why if you look at him. He's got Etsy. It's a, a website, more, isn't it? Yeah, he's more of a rat. Oh, is, is he? he? Yes, that I was he was number one. Etsy. Yes. Yeah, of course. Sean's mates weren't in a position no. to buy him, so they let him down a bit there. But he's got good work rate. He's got more better all-round play. I think you could see he was a Moyes player, but there you go. Another one bites the dust. Mm. You there, Sean? Nah. Next up. I was trying to get off mute. Sorry. Oh, well. Oh, okay. I thought you might have gone in the um, jacuzzi. Having a fondue? No, uh, I have not. It's a Fimbar, the There's a cold breeze coming up from the trussocks, <laughs> says Fimbar. <laughs> Even in gents, okay. Uh, it was an entertaining game, this is, for the neutrals. But I can't say I enjoyed it much after we scored our fourth goal. It was agonising. He says, respect the point and keep up the good work, chaps. Brady out. Mm. We put Finbar down Brady and out. result to all then. Brady uh, out. Sean Cronin. Uh, up the revolution, brother. Evening, chaps. I don't know what Sean's won, but he's got a star after his name, which I quite like. So he's obviously won a world title or something. Uh, Brady out. He says, heart entertain, head result. Secretly, both. What do you put in there for then? I think your head always rules your heart, does it? Or does your heart always rule your head? If your heart's entertainment, you've got to go entertainment. We'd have to to put that down on a spoil paper. Three, two, one. Dusty bin. Uh, It's the young pup himself, uh, Theo Affian 
Itice is, uh, you're going to have to tell us, Theo, how to spell your name. And if you can do it phonetically for me, it, it makes it a lot easier. Like Athenitis. Oh, right. So how you would break it out phonetically for me, Theo, would be you would like go Athen and then knee, like in your leg, and then it, and then is. So there you go. Ah, oh, Theo is a youngster. Guess what he's gone? Uh, uh, the result, result is all that matters, he says. We could be more entertained slapping teams in the championship, but the results are what keep us up in the Premier League. Oh, Theo, Theo, Theo. Oh, Theo. Theo. Not this year, mate. Oh, he goes on. He didn't like my tweet about seeing six goals, Nige. A question for the old bald stooge. I think that's you, Sean. What are Mipo's loan options for next season? Championship. Well, you're the old bald stooge. I mean, you are old and you're the bald stooge. Um, So he's definitely asking you, what are Mipo's loan options for next season? Championship or League One? Brady out. Or do you Brady think we'll keep Brady out. Do we what? Who? With that don't answer. Mippo. Do we loan him Mippo? You know, the striker. Oh, yeah, no. I think I think we do. Sorry, I, yeah. you were breaking up. I've got a bit of internet problems this evening. Um, no, yeah, we loan oh. him out. He's not quite loan really. Championship yeah, or league? We loan him out to a champion. Championship. There you go. There you go. So when we loan him out to Oxford next year, Theo, we know we can all laugh at Sean. Uh, Chris Dibb, uh, obviously a Boy Scout back in the day, with his mate, uh, uh, George Dobb, uh, said both. We shouldn't accept anything else. So Chris and his brother, George and his brother, used to line up and they used to go, Dib, Dib, Dob, Dob. But anyway... Um, yeah, I don't like that, Chris. You've got to pick one or the other. It's entertainment or result. What's the main thing? That's the priority. What's the score? It's about three all at the moment. And one spoiled paper. Well, two spoiled papers. Chris did spoiled, really, because he's gone both. If you go both, we're putting your spoiled. Because you are. Uh, yeah. Friend of the show, Mr. Ian Gravit, a man from Surrey. Who, Sean, have you heard about a monkey loose on Box Hill? No. Who said that? No. No, no, no. Just no. out of curiosity, I see someone talking about it the other day. Apparently, there's like, I don't know, it was like, it was like a Yeti had run across Box Hill or something. Uh, Ian Gravitt says, evening, gentlemen. Of course, the result is always the first thing. Oh, Ian. And being entertained isn't a necessity. He says, grinding out a boring 1-0 win may not win many fans, but results are what climbs your league position and wins you more money and possibly Europe or even a cup would be good. I'll caveat that. In the cup, obviously, the result is important because it's all about the next round. But in the league, your bread and butter, You've got to be entertained. Otherwise, why would you bother going? And this is the thing I think we should differentiate it is. You should differentiate is if you 
are a season ticket holder and go every game, what is your result or entertainment? But I, I do generally agree with that. To, but this season, I, I'm just... Well, this part of this season, now we're in contention of winning something, I'm just... I'm wishing me life away. I just want the result and to look at the league and look how many games I want left. I got left. Because well, I'm not mm. there. Because I want to have something to look forward to next season. I want to know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm like that, mm. you know. Yeah, very um, Yeah, very weird. I don't, uh, yeah, I, you know, I get it, but for me, it boils down to, and I, it might seem a bit abrupt, but if you if if it's just about the result, then save your money. Don't bother watching the game. Just tune into Sky Sports or the BBC. Yeah, well, the thing is, I'd, I'd watch it on CFAX at the moment. It's like 1986 <laughs> when we're going for the league. Just fucking watching the. Two, <laughs> the two, the two pages of sequence goes there. Open for Cotty or McAvoy. <laughs> yeah, open for McAvoy or Cotty to score. Oh, it's dear, like that. Dear. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> Appy chops himself next to Ice Marion Williams. Oh, boys, it has to be entertainment. He says, can you confirm if this 10-point plan for the podcast was Sean's doing? So bear with me, people. One, appoint the right manager, perform a coup d'etat, and remove the original podcast leader and take control. <laughs> Two, uh, sign new players. Look look at recruiting someone with a similar view. Len, possible, although might be similar in view to that rebel, Nigel. Three. More investment in the podcast. Consider charging for questions to be answered on the podcast. Oh, I like that one. Continue to clear the debt. Finally pay back the money. All right. Finally pay back the money owed for booking fees to Dylan. <laughs> Five, freeze prices, but consider not charging. Six, build the status and image of the podcast by not always listening on occasions, eating chicken while presenting. Seven, make mm. it enjoyable. Uh, excuse to excuse to. me, excuse me. Len's been eating tonight. Well, hold up, let him finish. Let him finish. Make on, it enjoyable then. to listen. Seven, remove non-season ticket old presenters and replace with those that old tickets and can last the course over two hours. <laughs> Eight, get closer to the community by increasing the amount of official sources. Nine, go for the Olympic Stadium. Promote the ball at every turn and push for improvements such as beer shelves. Ten, listen to the supporters, but reduce it to just ten of them. <laughs> Very good, Miriam. Oh, Miriam. And yes, it was my my Play idea down there. ten question. Press that in. But I do like the idea of yeah. um, charging the questions. I do like that. Well, do a poll. We'll stick a poll. Can we do a Facebook poll and put it on Facebook and people vote? We'll have a look. Yeah. Mark Hunter said, don't take anything away from this team. But it did feel like a loss in the same way as the Man City defeat didn't. Makes you realise, which is true, what Fournells brings to the team when he's not playing. 
Creswell desperately needed some cover. Did his head in the old match. If only we could have held out until half-time. Nigel, you almost sounded like you were going to be sympathetic to me last week until Len chirped up. Don't you think Sean would be better finding a junior source who might blab more made-up information? Um... He's an out-of-towner. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> he was getting there, Mark. I was just, you know... Well, just you know, I've, got, I've always got a sub story of people when their mums come from the old manor, but at the end of the day, Len was right. <laughs> he brought me to my senses. <laughs> <laughs> and it's getting rather busy in the town. I need to fill out a bit, you know? Well, I don't want it too busy. Dear, oh, dear. We've got to make it like an exclusive club, haven't we? Well, it's not, you know... It's not a great club, to be honest. <laughs> it is funny the amount of people on Twitter who you don't know who then pipe up and say, well, I am from the town. <laughs> so it's obviously uh, something's been started. Wesley Williams, old WW himself, said, results. Oh, you've killed me there, Wes, I tell you. Uh, think if we won the other end of the table, would it be okay to say, well, we're still in relegation, but hey, that's... At least it's entertaining. Boring three points better than entertaining one. Well, for me, relegation is just an occupational hazard, Wes. So, you know, you can be, you can have an entertaining season. But generally, if you play entertaining football, your results mean you won't go down. Now, you may not be at the top, but if it's entertaining, you won't go down. You'll still get more than you, more points than those that are relegated. Nineteen seventy-eight was quite entertaining. Oh, yes. <laughs> In periods, <laughs> all right. Just to prove my point wrong. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Two thousand and three. Um, we when we woke up. I don't know that when we woke up. Nineteen eighty-nine. For me, actually. Is the one relegation hurt me more? Eighty nine. I remember once there was a Middlesbrough game and we were one nil up and I had Bernie Slaven playing room and he got two goals. I don't know if it was late on, but even I got up oh, and left yeah. when the second goal went in because I was. It was just like that's it, mate. We're done for if we can't beat Borough, who would come up in the playoffs. It was a night game as well. Um, and it was just like, oh. I, I remember that. Yeah, remember it was it just like, radio. I, I, I was sitting West Upper. I still remember it now. West Upper. I just up out my seat and gone. And I never left early once I was old enough to stay on my own. Alan Day. Well, if we, as we dear. said last week, they're not Mercedes anymore. So we're Dan Graydon him. No, uh, evening, gentlemen. Thanks for the great podcast. He says, after having 40 years of not being good enough, except for the odd season of game, I would take the result. Another one for result. I think that's about 5-3. I'm assuming this question is a reaction from the last game you assumed, right? Current team is the best for five years, and hopefully we can build on it. It was really deflating after such a great 30 minutes. We are entertaining on their day. Jesse really links the midfield and attack together. Here's a must sign, he says. He's got a question. Does Moyes have enough credit in the bank to have an average season next year or buy another Hugo? 
Ooh, up the hammers. Brady out. He says, all right, I don't know what Liam Brady's done. And it says he signed off from the Skoda dealer. Don't knock Skoda. Oh. Has Moyes done enough? It's a good question. Credit in the bank. Yeah. It is. Go on in. Yeah. Good answer for a change. Um, I I do think he's he's if we're if we're gonna go for the long term. Sorry, go on then. No, go on, you, you, you continue. I, I don't I think for the general fan base, you can't even lose a game without him without him turning against him. So I think the answer is he hasn't got enough credit in the bank to have an average season next year or buy a Hugo. I personally think he has, because I'll look at him as a long term project, but I don't think generally generally he has because He's going to raise, after this season, he's going to raise expectations. So I don't think any, I don't think any manager has anything in the bank. His short-termism being a football manager. I think he has, and I'd like something a little bit more long-term. But I'm just, you know, I'm old-fashioned. <laughs> Go on, Nigel. Uh, Sean. I, I say that, actually, it doesn't matter whether he's got... Uh, money in the supporter bank it's it's what money he's got in the owner bank and I think they'll stick with him they know that they won't go down and if he has an average season and and he's not relegated or close to relegating I think they'll stick with him and say here's someone who's going to build for the future might be long term and won't spend too much of their money yeah yeah plus they make fucking awful decisions so that's another bonus You know, you sounded like Foghorn Leghorn there, Sean, when you started that. I see. Uh, Ah, well. (laughs) Well, I I see. I did did discuss this the other day on another podcast. Um, And uh, the the big test, actually, for the owners and for Moyes is not whether we can – not what we achieved this season – because we have done this in the past, um, but can he continue um, the, the, a progression? Or, I mean, I'm at the end of the day, say we finish sixth, can he stagnate and finish sixth next season? Because that would still be another great achievement. Um, that's the big test for me, because. Um, you can get up to finish above a club like um, Arsenal. I mean, I, there was a great stat at the weekend that said in, in the entire West Ham's history, we've only finished above Arsenal 10 times. So, um, and so this will go. be the 11th. So, so to continue that, we'll have to do the same again next season. Yet You know... They're going to try and improve their team. You look at the teams below us, what will Tottenham do? Because at the end of the day, they are in a better position than us as a club, um, especially when they get fans back for the money they get for the stadium, far outstrips anything we get from ours to the continuation of funding. So it's, it's a big test for him next season and the season after. 
I hope I I, it, I I think after this season, he will have enough in the bank because if you look at Billich and while Moyes didn't have didn't play for us, um, if you look at Billich's first season, and then look at the next season uh, at the London Stadium, it it weren't that great. The football weren't that was nowhere near that great, and. There weren't really a Billy Chout movement. I don't even think even when they sacked him, there was a Billy Chout movement. Um, people were more busy blaming the owners, but because the owners couldn't sack themselves, they had to sack Billich. Um, so I, I think Moyes will be here for a couple of years at least. Next up, it's I know our Belinda's going to vote because she... Backed me up yesterday. It's Belinda Kai 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 Kitis. Hello, Mitty Pips. She says, "When I want it, oh, she says, entertainment and points, please." I am totally over all the negative chat that comes out on social media after a game like yesterday against Arsenal. We didn't lose. It was a great game to watch. We're still fifth. Let's enjoy it instead of shouting boys out. <laughs> Some of these so-called fans are. What I will say is we must, he's shouting now, don't shout, but, uh, sign Lingard. What he brings to the team is fantastic. He totally deserves all the praise he gets. Loving the show. Four kisses. <laughs> Two for me, one each for you. Andy Brown says, I couldn't agree more, Bill. Just enjoying the ride. And th- But then he says, I love the pod guys, like for us. And he... And he gets a kiss oh, off a bell. Wait, they'll Andy. do anything for a kiss off a bell, won't it? Oh, oh, no. She gives them away cheap, doesn't she? We have oh, to do no. a podcast every week for one of them. He yeah, just says a go. comment. Uh, Phil Walker says, John Moss needs to be shot with shit. This needs to what? That's ridiculous. That's pointless because you have to shit. load the gun. You yeah. have to touch the shit. You're not thinking this through, uh, John. Phil's posted a picture. Said this popped up on my photo memories. Last game of the season, fourteen fifteen. He's put zoom in to see his photo bombing. Now I'm not going to zoom in because it will lose my space. But by the size of the shadow, and it's casting a very big one across the picture, and the fact that it was taken down at Chav Corner, I'm guessing by the looks of the large shadow on the pitch, it's a certain Mister Whetstone. What? Uh, it certainly looks like you. Can you prove so it? So if you go into Phil Walker's comment, there's a there's a picture there. Hold up, I'm gonna WhatsApp it, yeah? Right. Uh yeah. Uh, right, let's see if I do copy image. Right, stay there, so I'm gonna WhatsApp it to you so I don't lose my right. spot. Because if I lose yeah. my spot, it'll blow all the uh, things away. Let that load up and I'll WhatsApp it to you. Um all right. Obviously, we know Phil Walker is. Right, what? No. Yes. Yeah. Well, he He's one of the Walker you, brothers, then. isn't he? He's above. I tell you what. He's above you in Super Six. Oh, mate! Another week. I forgot to do it. It's it's just getting depressing. No, Even in the league, I, the other league I set up for the family. No, I didn't. Oh, really? Yeah, Graham Farrer says, Hi, guys. In general, I would go for being entertainment, but definitely need the odd result as well. So you're going down for entertainment, Graham. You're with me. Welcome to the club, son. 
the Arsenal game was definitely a game of two halves. Ars came out fighting and we just lost our shape. Disappointing result. Or was it in the end as we could easily have lost? Good point. Another one in my club. Welcome, Miss Michael Levy Jr., the soul singing superstar of North Tenerife. Says, goals are fun. Check him out. YouTube, Facebook. He's doing the old uh, social media concerts. They're great to listen to. All the st- Oh, have a I look. Follow him on, on Facebook and he, he, he puts them up. He does the old soul I stuff. do. So, oh, you're right. Uh, goals you're are Rachel, fun, you says are, Michael. You did forget Lee. the Super 6. Yeah, I know. I thought you were saying I was right about you casting that shadow. Right, here we go. I'm going to send it to you now. Uh... Phil's, by the way, Phil, uh, who's a big Super 6 player, has gone ninth place. He's taken my eighth place. I'm now down 10th. Uh, Phil's now ninth. Well done, so uh, I know you don't mention Super 6 anymore because you don't, you're like, you've been beaten <laughs> at your own games. So you're like, not interested. Well, anymore. we can have a mention. I will bring it up. Goals are fun, says Mr. Levy Jr. And nobody likes Allardyce football. You're right. Uh, I think it's important to hold on to our tradition of the West Ham way. We are the academy of football. To be fair, though, I think there's a happy medium. No point scoring five goals every week and losing. I'd just like to see things done the right I mean, way. With effort and commitment to the badge. Thanks, guys. Pierce Nigel, I'm dying for pie and mash to deliver to Tenerife. Uh, ooh, I'll yeah, text that, you over, Mike, is... actually. I will text you someone. That's you, isn't it? It's got that shirt you're wearing. I'm, I should, but I should look at that shadow. It's yeah, casting. Sure it Jesus Christ. But where is it? He blocked where out nearly it? half the pitch there. <laughs> what? Is that a bowling ground? Chef Corner. Yeah, yeah. Oh, piss off. The bowling ground. Are you winding me up? Can you not? Can you not fucking It's a very small picture. It's been so long. I forget Mm. what it looks like. I can see now. I can see the... uh, um, the, Yeah, because you didn't care. Look, the game's played and Sean's got his back to the game for a start. Look. And it it, it is... Is the game being played here? Yeah, I was in Chef Corner. Yeah, I, I... I was uh, row S or row R. Were they warming up? Is it warming up? It looked like you stopped yeah, to sign an autograph. Yeah. No, they're warming up. Yeah, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, they're warming up. Have they're a look in the comments, people, clothes. and tell me, is Sean casting the biggest shadow across a football pitch the world has ever seen? Does it? He's got your fry tuck hair and that shirt. I drew you in. Although you do look quite, you do look quite light for you. It shows how much weight you put on, Sean. Who's the fellow we are talking to, or is he not? It's all that fine dining he does at the London Stadium. Yeah, more than likely. Anyway, you're going to deliver pie and mash to Michael. Yeah, I've made a mistake. I've just clicked on the picture. Right, here we go. I'll 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 bang you over a message, Mike, with people that actually will post it to you. I don't know how much it costs though, but they will um, send it to you. Uh, Auntie Penn says, evening, chaps. Hello, Auntie Penn. Evening. Uh, I want it all. Oh, you would. But I'm sick of all the moaners and the whingers. We weren't like that, Penn, were we? We never moaned or whinged. Uh, We're fifth in the league and have a great team and have two in the England squad. Our team look fit and they're training hard. 
Please, we have Penn, two, don't sexualise the male members of the team by saying they look fit. We don't want that, do we? Really talk like that, language like that. All teams lose, but some supporters don't think we should. Get a grip. I've seen brilliant West Ham teams and managers in 53 years. And in my opinion, this is one of the best. I'm not saying I wasn't disappointed, but I'd never slag wow. the team off. Here, here. Great show as always. You can tell we're related, no. can't you? Uh, great show as always. Chip off the old block, I am. Oh, uh, Pete Wiley's brother. It's Ian the Mighty Wah Wiley. says, hi, guys. It's got to be the points. No, it ain't. Above all, that's what matters. It don't what matter. However, it's... What's uh, the score? <laughs> well, that, so I've the just had three in a row. So I've just had Graham Farah. Yeah, You're but I've just had three in a row. So that put me one up. So he's pulled you, so I think he's pulled you level. Pulled me level, right. Um... He said, I think we need to be realistic. Praise Moyes for his efforts and results since returned to club. He's done a remarkable job so far, and it annoys me to listen to the whiners when we fail to pick up points. Just remember, we've played Man City, Man United, Tottenham and Arsenal recently. We're still sitting fifth with nine games to go. Fantastic! If you ask him. Yeah. Oh, did he? And we're yeah. glad you're happy, mate, apart from the fact you went for results. <laughs> It is. it is fantastic, it is. though. Well, he's, he's in the same boat mm. as me, by the sounds of it, Ian. It's not that, you know, I want to be entertained, of course I do. At the moment, I just want the bloody result. It's fruit to a fault, isn't it, really? Because if we do continue to challenge, maybe we won't enjoy it as we think we will. As much as you think. I mean, there's always been a part of me... Uh, and it might be strange to say, just never wanted a really successful West Ham team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, it seems mad. Your nerves can't just, take I, it. Do you know what? I, if, if I was a Man City now, would I be bored? Because I still come back to the yeah, fact is the I'm beauty thinking. of being a West Ham fan is when we play every game, we don't know for sure the result. You know, we that, we know, happen, you know, yeah. we've lost to teams cut adrift at the bottom and we've gone and lost to them. And then at the same time, beat yeah. the team that went on to be champions. Yeah. I mean, when you think about it, when we say that, when like Liverpool get the arsehole because they lose one game in, yeah. I don't know, our match, and they're second and like we're always struggling relegation and we don't get how they get disappointed, maybe it's us that don't get it. Maybe we because we don't know but that. I wonder if when, know. when we will shit, you know, <laughs> you know. But for years and years, you know, we used to point the finger at Spurs and Arsenal fans and say, look at them mugs. You know, we don't want to be like them. But I tell you what, there's yeah. a lot of people out now, the way they're moaning and, and, and groaning after... A, 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 you know, a, a setback, an individual setback, without looking at the bigger picture. Yeah. And actually, they are becoming like them. Now, whether it's the social media thing. Yeah. Because years ago, I used to love tuning into 606 to hear all the Spurs fans, like, moaning 
about how they won the title in 61 and we should be winning this and we should be doing this and, and you know, and they've actually done nothing. And you're thinking, mate, you've got nothing to complain about. You want to be us. You know, mm. we, you've never heard us complaining. Yeah. But the thing is, now you do. Uh, yeah. yeah. Now we're very vocal about complaining as a fan base. And, and that's what yeah, I don't I like. That. No, no, it don't feel like us, does it? It don't say us. No. We're not like that. And this is why the Cup's so important to us. Because we'll give up the league for a bit of entertainment just to, you know, just to have them, you know, have the big boys down on the Saturday afternoon, as it were, and then know that when the Cup comes along, it's down to getting a result on the night. And it is more about the night. It's something about, you know, it going into overtime and then, you know, late on the night, we need the result one way or the other and get through to keep it alive, to keep the belief, but not be in this position of just wanting the result. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, I, people, I mean, this is genuine. If you said to me, Nige, win the title or win the FA Cup, you know, I'll go, I'll have the FA Cup, thanks. I'm, yeah. Because I don't want this all the time, every game yeah. now that I'm not joining it. Enjoying it, it's just about the result. I want to yeah. kick loose a little bit. Coming in, Sean, for you, you can choose um, FA Cup or League title. What would you rather win? What is the ultimate aim for you title. as a West Ham fan? Title, title, okay. I've, I've won, we've won but when you're in our positions, we are now where you know deep down in your soul. I've won. I've been alive. No, I'm touching the microphone. I've, I've won. Tell <laughs> <laughs> my mum then. <laughs> I've been alive for two FA Cup wins. I've been to an FA Cup uh, final. What I haven't done, and has never happened in my lifetime on the history of West Ham, is to win the Premier League title. So of course, I want to win a Premier League title than an FA Cup. We've won three of them, but this top, yeah, but this top four thing of it being so life changing, being in the top four, is, for me, is ruining my chance to enjoy the game. I feel the only thing I'd say okay. is having watched Leicester's game against Man United yesterday for the top four is um, perhaps. If we could, yeah, but perhaps if game, we could it? get the top yes, four. Well, Leicester had just got to their first FA Cup semi final since 1982, I think, or 1984. Was it 82? 82 it was. Yeah, so um, yeah. Tottenham won that final, beat QPR. So they played Tottenham or QPR yeah. in the semi finals. Um, so I'd imagine Gary Lineker would have been in that team in 82. And maybe Alan Smith. Um, yeah. So. Oh, Foxy would yeah, have been in um, it. Anyway, carry on. It's, uh, and Dennis Rowe, who I remember, I think, used to play Warwick. Um, it's, by being in the Champions League, you finance yourself a better team. It possibly could make us a better team where we win the cup, though. Do you see what I'm saying? It's a chicken and egg, you know. To yeah. 
to win the cup yeah, now, definitely. it's hard because while the big boys don't take it seriously, since the Premier League era, it's generally been the big boys that have won it. So Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and this is the thing. So actually, perhaps by cracking the top four, is yes. that way of winning the cup? This again? could be a gateway to win yeah. to getting the better players in and where we go right. So it's better no, results is what you're no, saying. No, so no, we can enjoy I, it. I, I'm not saying it's a bad result. <laughs> what I'm saying that's Well we've got to have yes. a bit of results so you, we can you get enjoy the results it again. by playing entertaining football. Entertaining football don't necessarily mean you're gonna lose. You get the end of you get the end of you get the entertaining football by oh, getting really? the results. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up. Yeah. It is chicken, uh, It's the Doog. Sean Dugan says, evening, chaps. Thanks, as always, for the great podcast. Uh, another one, coaching entertaining football. I'm far happy if West Ham are doing the entertaining, the other team getting tonked, though. He remembers watching us getting hammered four at home in the late 90s against Arsenal and begrudgingly appreciating the genius of Dennis Bergkamp. He said, Sunday, the second half, is the best I've seen Arsenal play this season. Annoyingly, it was against us. Uh, respect the point, we're still in the mix for Europe with nine games left. Offer any Hammers fan fifth position at this stage of the season after watching the Newcastle defeat at home, they'll bite your hand off. Brady out, definitely. Oh, yeah. Brady Paul, out. Brady out. How many questions we got left? Um, it's a draw at the moment. Three, four, five, six. About six. Next up, Mr. Shoper. Oh, right. be, it's Mr. Paul Newland. Uh, he says, to answer your question, yes, he was entertaining for the neutral. Oh, here we go. I want both the entertainment and the result <laughs> and not throw away a three gold leads. Oh, that's a Is this a sport paper? Tomorrow, he says, is the 23rd of March like and it. it's his 53rd birthday. Happy birthday, Mr. Noland. He said, uh, did you know I was born on a Saturday? Uh, no, because you're older than me, son. Uh, and, and West Ham lost at home to Chelsea 1-0. So also on that day, Damon Auburn from Blur was born. So questions for you all. Did West Ham play on the day you were born? And does anyone famous have the same birthday as you? Yeah. Loads of famous people have the same birthday. Same birthday as you, same year. So (laughs) were you born on the same day? Oh. Alanis Morissette was, but now she's suddenly two years older than me. So I can't, I don't know the answer. As was um, Jason Donovan, but he's definitely two years older than me. So when was you born? 71? 72. 72. Uh, 48. Yeah, what was the date? Oh, June the 1st. Uh, no, no, June the 1st. Well, all right, no, so June the 1st. When was you born? 72. Well, a, a yeah. month before you was born, we bought Southampton. We beat Southampton 1 0. Shawnee Walney, pudding and pie. Right. Kissed the girls, made them cry. Um, what? 67, you was born, wasn't it? You was born 68. in 67. 
68. So it was January. January it, 68. Yeah, but yeah. January, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, January. January. Right. What was the date again? 25th. It was the beginning of Jan, wasn't it? Oh, no, 25th. So on the 27th of Jan, so the first game. All right, listen to me, Shep, yeah. On the 27th right. of January, the first game West Ham played after you'd entered the world, we beat Burnley 3-1 in the FA Cup third round. Uh, Martin Peters scored don't two and Brian Deere got one. Yeah, don't no? remember it. Oh, well. I know we played Derby on the 22nd of November 1969 when I was born. Uh, I think it was a draw. Ooh, 69, 69, 69. Uh, 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 so, look. so 22nd of November 1969. Oh, no, we won 3-0. Tell a lie. There you go. Uh, Jeff Hurst got two. Martin Peters got one. There you go. I always remember that game because uh, <laughs> for my birthday, you went born. Mr. Rotomsky, Mr. Rotomsky, uh, yeah, gave me the program from that game as a special present at a Wissa meeting. Because they knew it was my birthday, and they said we got you this. You, know, you think just a little thing like that, fifteen pre-program. You think bloody hell, you know. So I treasure it. <sighs> Lost my place now, and I dear, oh dear. Right. So uh, uh, finish up quickly. He says sixty-seven points for the season. So not bad. Another eighteen. Wow. I think we could get another twenty myself. Yes. Oh, um, all right, my handsomes. How's you doing? It's old Dodsy himself, or, or Stumpy, as we like to call him at the moment, after his operation. Uh, Brady out. <coughs> he says, Although Nigel says gold is fun, I don't think I'm alone saying I don't enjoy the stress of being 3 0 up and drawing. Well, not as much as I enjoyed being 3-0 down and coming back to 3-0. It was stressful watching West Ham yesterday. So back to normal then. Yeah. Stressful. We need it. We love it. We thrive on it. He says, I think at the moment, results are important because we have a real chance of finishing in Europe. And the joy that would bring to the West Ham family, but he's put quite what he's got to do with West Ham town and village in East Sussex, just outside of Eastbourne. I don't know what it means. But last time I looked, Dodds, there was a space between West and Ham, especially if you put in a capital H. So can we remember that? Because I wasn't born in Western. I was born in West Ham. Remember the saying, Nigel, it's the hope that gets you every time. It is true. That's right. Um, Basil Fawlty, wasn't it? Even though he wasn't playing Basil Fawlty then. John Cleese. Uh, question, he says, what do you believe will be the fitting tribute from, I'm not going to pronounce it, to Mark Noble when he retires from playing football? A wave. Oh, that was <laughs> fucking harsh, <wasn't> it? 
<laughs> a fucking handshake. Um, Sorry. Um, they should I've get a, a silver a salver fact, like they used to give. Do you remember years ago? Oh, here we go. Here we go. I've got a fun fact. Do you want it? Come on, then. Come on, in. Yeah, come on. Over the, do you know, you know who forever, Hugh, is it? Hugo Schechter is, do you? Yes. His the dad was a motor former, racing driver yeah. that won the world title. Yeah. Well, yeah, he was the West Ham um, uh, player care guy, and, and he resigned over Christmas and, and set up his own company yeah. to run there. So I started asking. I said, well, who's... Did he not like Christmas? I know they're then? advertising. Who's the... Christmas. Oh, no. I said... <laughs> 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 Christmas. Did he have the Christmas then that he had to resign his job? I don't like no, Christmas and resigned. I'm resigning. He resigned at... He resigned. He left the club oh, over Christmas, Christmas. You said, uh, I know, over Christmas, Paul Christmas. No, um, <laughs> he left. So, so I thought I was reading about. I resigned over Christmas. Funny enough, at Wissa. <laughs> anyway, I was reading about his new company. So I went on his website and I emailed oh. him. Right, I said, "Well, who's the new?" Uh, player care are you doing it as part of your new company and he said no no i'm not doing it um I, and i'm not really allowed to talk about use west ham to promote my company blah 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 and the club haven't asked me told me who the new head of player care is but i asked him and here's, here's the fun fact i asked him whether um maybe mark noble would make a good um good head of player care to bring uh, the kids through. What do you think he answered? No. No, it's <laughs> exactly what he answered. He said, um, I'm trying to get what he actually said. It was very nice of him to answer, but he, he just said that... Oh, here we go. Um, no, I can't tell the lights. You teed this up so well, um, uh, it's, I know, I know. He says, as for Mark Noble, I don't think player care would be a it's good fit for him. Taking a turn. He's he would be a great fit as a visionary person within the club, higher up, rather than a quite technical admin focused role like player care. There you go. Probably wasn't a fun fact at all, but he just reminded me. That oh, yeah, I didn't it's really off. get a story out. I no didn't really shit. get a story out of talking to Hugo, did he? But I, I, I was. Uh, no. I was hoping to get more of a story out of that I, I, than I did. You could have thrown him under a bus. So, I mean, I'm sure he would have been grateful if he'd yeah. have wrote the story. <sighs> so, the, the, I suppose the fun part of the story is Hugo is, 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 is didn't bother replacing him. He just thought, yeah. you know, nah, I don't even need you, mate. Mm. That was fun. Or perhaps it was yeah. the fact that anyway. he resigned over Christmas. He did not resign over Christmas. Anyway, he left Sean. the club at Christmas. That's what you yeah. said. He resigned yeah. over Christmas. Uh, Dodds, over he says, Christmas the protest against you continues and gains. Why did he resign then? <laughs> <laughs> Any ideas? What? Sean? Why? I didn't hear that, Len. Why did he resign then? He don't resign to start. He, he resigned to start Why his own company. Why did he resign? He's, he, Just he, to start his company. Yeah, yeah, he did. Okay. Fair so play. he left then. He just thought, and no, they didn't bother replacing him. 
They didn't bother replacing him. Oh, I don't know why he bothers. No, no, no. I don't know you. why I'm... the fuck he bothers, honestly. Right, he'd rather talk to anyone else. He's doing a podcast, <laughs> podcast and he'd rather talk to some other fucker. No, no, no. You're missing the point today. I've got a, pro- a technical problem. On. I've got a technical problem on the uh, on my internet today, which means I'm I'm missing words that you two are saying in the last half an hour, and sometimes it's got a delay. When I speak, oh. it appears like late later, so that's why it's interrupting. God knows how this is going to come out in the edit, but I think I've got a delay on my internet, so I'm not hearing everything you say in question. Well, it's, it, it never comes out well. Let's be fair. <laughs> All right. Well, we won't keep asking. <laughs> But anyway, I hope you can hear this bit, Sean, because Dodsey says the protest against you continues and gains momentum. We now have 16 members of Dog and a packet of pork scratchings. We will be publishing the minutes from the meeting to decide your punishment for only choosing to read out 10 questions two weeks ago. And like Sturgeon, it don't look very good. Brady and Sean out. Brady and Sean out. Right, can I say something? Uh, Right to reply. Right. Oh, well. Right to reply. Uh, Go on. The the protest was short-lived because his West Country friends were rioting and setting police vans alight over the weekend. So I would imagine most of his fellow protesters and probably himself are probably in, in a jail in Bristol by now, is what I'll say. All the same, isn't it? Yeah. It Where is quite funny when you listen to him, the, the rioters. Yeah, when, when you listen to the rioters in the West Country, it just don't seem right. Why are you rioting? Well, about my human rights, you know. <laughs> who, who are? Yeah, they're, they're infringing my human rights. It ain't fair. You know, what am I going to do with my tractor? My human no, rights are on. being infringed. It just it ain't got the sense. No, I, I don't want to have a go at people from the West Country. But they rioted. They riot. They were rioting over the right to have a peaceful protest. That that police were giving more. Yeah, I know. More uh, it of it. They, they, yeah, they were giving. Mm. Uh, police were given extra rights to um, uh, uh, powers to stop peaceful protests. They've always had the powers to stop violent protests, which this was. But it was the rights to break up peaceful protests. So they had a violent protest to protest it. Hilarious. Well done, Dodsey. Oh, next up, it's old Zorba himself, Stelios Kiriakou. He's doing his show tonight. I wonder why it weren't on last night. Um, because I was struggling to sleep still, to be fair, and I could have done with your show. <laughs> Not that I'm trying to compete, he says. With more than just podcasts. Uh, but I'm going to try and make Canning Town Lynn happy because I won't be moaning about Moyes or tactics. As you always say, Nigel, goals are fun, people, but not when they're scored against you. Ugh. It depends on the quality still. If, the, if, if a great goal... Years ago, when a great goal was scored against us, we applauded. We clapped. We clapped. Did we peak too soon? The neutrals would have loved the game. I loved the game. West Ham fans would have known what the Spurs fans recently felt. No, we wouldn't still, because Arsenal beat Spurs. We did not lose. So we don't know how Spurs fans felt. And we didn't blow a lead in 10 minutes like they did. We did blew it in an hour. And considering we've lost games 4-5 against Arsenal, it, 
you know, only conceding three against them. You know, they did. They scored three goals quicker than that last year when they beat us. Oh, having said that, he says on reflection, was an entertaining game. And his question is, was it very uncharacteristic? Thank you very much. It's too many letters for me. Was it very uncharacteristic of West Ham to concede three goals in a game this season? And will Arthur? Mm. It was. Yeah, it was. It was. And will Arthur strengthen the left side of defence, which is where all their goals were created from? Yes. I'm gonna go on. I'm gonna go one better. Do you think Arthur on the left side? I don't know. I seem to recall Arthur playing a couple of games well yes. in front of Creswell. No, or did I dream exactly it? right? That did happen, didn't it? So. Would he get out of Ben Rama? Because he's 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 pretty tasty, is old Arthur, and he's got certain amount of defensive skills further up the pitch. So does he get? I think if you're David him, Moyes and you're looking at, him, um, you you will be going. So if you say, at the end of the day, I think if Masuaku's fit, and if every player is fit. There's literally, you could name um, nine or ten of the first starters. And mm. the, the one place up for yeah. grabs is a toss-up between Bowen and Ben Rama. So, Antonio would start up front. You're having Suchek and Rice in the middle with Lingard as well. You'd have Arthur Wide on the left, yeah. Kufal yeah. on the right. You're going to have Ogbonna centre-half. Mm. You're going to have Creswell. You probably yeah. have, um, well, I would have said Diop, but not now. You're probably gonna gonna have um, Dawson, uh, like I've already said, of Bonner. So oh, that just leaves that that sort of right side midfield, yeah, um, in front of Kufal, either Bowen or Ben Rama, and realistically, you possibly go Bowen more than Ben Rama. Yeah, as a start in eleven with everyone just... fit. Mm. Although, funny enough, that attack from Ben Rama come from down the right hand side, didn't it? What, what, what got um, Antonio his chance? Mm. I agree with you, though. I must admit, I do agree. There's something to sort of ponder. Yeah. Right, next up, I don't know if Sean can hear this. It's a, it's a good friend of mine, Mr. Adam Levitt. This is evening, gents. He said, thanks, Nigel, for being a wicked person. Uh, getting his, He's got his ba- uh, um, vaccination today, which I spoke to him about and told him watch out, son, because it laid me low a bit. But he has texted me to say he's all good. And he wants to know, Sean, do you hate Upton Park? Uh, you always say we needed no. to move. But the people get how good it, it was. was tired. It was, it was tired. It's it past its time, you know. I had a lot of good cars in my time, and I loved them while I drove them. But you know, in the end, they got a bit tired and old out. So, and wives. Yeah, true, true. Wives, <laughs> good point. Um, you know, you move on, and you know, um. The bowling well, ground up the park was a great mistress. Um, 
<laughs> and but she had so a time tired that three stands and, uh, of it had I've been renewed on. in the previous twenty years. It was that tired. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, Ah, you talk rubbish at times. Um, you know the old goodbye, my uh, lover, goodbye, my friend. You have been the one for me. <laughs> no, keep singing. <laughs> no, it's all right. Uh, Who sings this? I don't know. Uh, and then Adam invites me down to James Epson. Blunt. With the Surrey Amers. I will do that. Once we're all out, I will come down to Epsom and the Surrey Amers HQ and watch a match with with you, Adam. We will definitely do that. Uh, and just for a laugh, I could probably bring Sean with me. We can all beat him up outside. Uh, keep up the good work. Come on, your eyes. He says, fuck Millwall, he says. <laughs> Why not, Ad? Uh, two more left. Andrew Bark, evening chaps, he said. Yesterday was entertaining with the neutrals, but 3 new up in 35 minutes, which we well deserved. We played Arsenal off the pitch. But did the team think we'd done enough and sat back on the lead? Um, only West Ham can score five goals and draw three all. The game was very entertaining. What a strike from Lingard. Quick free clip was clever. Lingard needs to be priority. Declan's solo effort, if that ruled in, would have been incredible. The game had everything. That's entertainment. Brady out! Brady out. I remember once QPR scored four goals in a game and got knocked out of a cup, the League Cup, by Liverpool. You know why? Um, was that in 1987? When Oxford United won it? Uh, Ox- Oxford That's won it in eighty six, didn't they? Oh, that's fine. Oh, was it then? Anyway, why? Do you know what? I might have got this wrong. I'd have to look this up. Oh, did Liverpool score all four goals and QPR went through? Might have been then. I think because basically all the goals were scored by the same team. So it was two own goals and two goals. And even I might have been QPR. Strangely enough, I went to that final, QPR v Oxford. Yeah, me and my Did mate you? in the in the QPR end, and there was a punch up proper between Chelsea and QPR. Yeah, was there? Yeah, all kicked off. <sighs> and I went to cheer on Oxford. Imagine my shock when I realised I was in the QPR end. Uh, <laughs> evening, lads. Uh, Leroy was on the bench of QPR that game. Yeah. Was he? Perfecting his, his special running ability of not moving the fires, just running a bit and bit below the the uh, below the knee. Um, in answer to your question, says Stuart Ling, he harks back to a comment he made on you. He said, I was born December 76, so I was three years old when we won a major trophy. Uh, I was nine years old when we had our highest ever league finish. As much as he's always loved to be entertained at the football, whether it be at the game itself or watching it on TV as we've been recently, he just wants us to win something or achieve big things like Champions League before a shuffle of this mortal call. So he will take winning 1-0 every week like George Graham's so-called boring, boring Arsenal team were in the late 80s if it meant a chance to silverware at long last and top-level European nights 
home and away. I love the way people naturally we're assume well that if we finish in Europe, we're going to have top-level European nights, when if you look at our most recent European adventures, they've been over before the bloody started. Mm. So, Brady out, says Stuart. Brady out. Uh, quickly, on the Twitter, because there was a couple. I know there was. Uh, Twitter. I don't like the North Twitter. I got told off last week. We're annoying Twitter. Uh, Mark Reaper on Twitter, as we like to call him, Kevin, says, is Ben Rama the new Haller in dividing opinion? He has promised, but delivers very little and often looks lost on the pitch. Uh, but then he can do a few tricks and flicks, and our fan base love him. He said, Brentford fans warned us he went missing against good teams. Is he a flat-track bully? Mm. Oh, good question. I must admit, I did watch the Fulham-Brentford um, playoff final, expecting Brentford to... Yeah, well, yeah. He, he, he watched it from the, <laughs> from the pitch and, and had a great view as it bypassed him. Because um, he, he looks like uh, vinyled in air, uh, as Del Boy would say. Mm. That's what he looked like. Oh, and then Dan thirty one sixty forty three forty uh, says if Ben Rama had half the ability Fornells has off the ball, he would start every week. Um, he's a passenger when we were out of position, but the fanboys worship him because he would do three back heels and one step over a game. Why did we not slow the game down second half? Brady out, because I don't think we had anyone to do it. Brady out. But that's a good point. Do you know what? I said about that starting 11, I forgot about four nails. Because I think he would start every game now, wouldn't he? Yeah. Yeah, mm. you're right. We're going to have to get used to it. if we, you know, if we want the investment that we ask for, we're going to have to get used to some decent players being on the bench, and and we're going to have to get used to some players not wanting that. Yeah, that's so, progress. Um, Dan follows us up with a flow chart, which is great. So this flow chart, all right. Great for Flowchart starts flow with chart. West Ham play at the top. Yeah. Then we go right. to the left. We lose or draw. We go down, check Twitter. And then when we go down, Antonio's a fucking donkey and the worst player at the club. Moyes is tactically fucking dinosaur. Get him out. Why is that C-U-N-T playing five at the back? It's too defensive. And no bullshit. Why did we give him a new contract? That's if we lose. lose, Then, if we go to the right, we win. We go down, check Twitter. And Twitter says, why isn't Antonio in the England squad? Moyes is working Mondays. He should be manager (laughs) of the year. Moyes has found the perfect formation with his flexible back five. And Noble's still got loads to offer and deserves to get a good send-off in front of the fans. Uh, That is a fantastic flowchart. Yeah. And that That's is Twitter, Twitter for you. I thought you looked on Twitter to find out what was happening in this Bristol riot last oh. last night. And uh, 
uh, in typical Twitter, rather than tell you what was happening, it listed like certain lefties like Owen Jones telling you why there was a right. You know, because it was, you know, it was inevitable because of what the police did. I think that it's a fucking Kill Bill riot. How can you condone a riot? Kill Bill. And that's Twitter for you. It's all about ridiculous opinion rather than yeah. stone cold facts. Will you be will you be signing will you be signing up for the new uh, social media platform created by Donald Trump, Len? Is this a joke? Is no, this, um, that is not a joke. It's serious. It, he's going to launch his own. Song? He's going to launch his own social media platform. Anyway, um, it's probably it's, all the time we got. Why oh, only thinking like retiring. Is it going to be called? What's it going to be called? Trump. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Anyway, uh, I've still got delays on you, so let's do a quick plug. Um, podcast tour. Uh, um, um, uh, Nigel Khan went on the another podcast tours podcast, <laughs> Ian Dale, because he does like 1700 podcasts a week. Nigel likes to go on about 1700 podcasts a week. Nigel, you you recorded a two hour podcast, didn't you, with, with Ian? What What is it? When is it out? And what's it about? Yeah, Ian does uh, a podcast called All Talk. Um, quite apt for me, possibly. Um, so Ian uh, thought it, I've got good stories about my life to share. So it, um, it's it's two hours of Ian um, getting life stories out of me. Probably 50% West Ham and 50% um about my life and how my life made me who I am and my relationship with West Ham how that all fits together. Um yeah, look at you in good company here. Yeah, look, Cheryl Baker was on Rita this. Rita and, and Green. Yeah, oh Rita. Yeah, that was good that one. Yeah. 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 Uh, Nikki Campbell. She is the uh, she's the apprenticeships manager. She was good because I listened to her, and you think, oh, here we go, scarcer apprenticeship Tory who's going to know nothing about apprenticeships, and then you find out she actually did a five year apprenticeship in a car factory on Merseyside, that making car plants, and tried to get them to understand that if you keep striking and doing all this, we ain't going to have a car plant here. The factory shut down and gone now twenty years ago. So mm-hmm. she was proper working class scarcer. Uh, but then she lost me as working class the minute she started going on about skiing in the Alps and sailing down and, and all this middle any, class stuff. Anyway, so, well, when's it out? Yeah, but anyway, yeah, so it's out March the 30th. <laughs> uh, it's, okay. It's, uh, it, it, it admitted it was the longest podcast he'd ever done. Uh, yeah. And all talk... A uh, yeah. podcast tour, a podcast tour guest by a podcast tour. Um, basically, uh, I'll probably get well, in trouble I mean, from you, I... Annie, in saying that. But... No, you can say that because, like, obviously, like, it just smacks a jealousy, Sean. So I'm not bothered. <laughs> yeah, Sir Cliff Richard, <laughs> Tony Blair, Chesney <laughs> Elvis, Bill Young, quickly, quickly, Giles when he Andrew asked, Blunt, um, go on, in, go on. 
he, he, it's a bit. And it's, I yeah, don't know. I didn't, it, it was a bit, a bit overwhelming. But I did say to Ian, he, he asked me at the right time because, you know, I haven't got the money to go and see a shrink. So uh, it was, it was like therapy for me. Excellent. And when you listen to it, anyway, you will probably think I need therapy. I, I, I look forward to listen to it, giving up two hours of my life. Uh, there's no predictions this week because we haven't got a game. It's international week. I'm sure we'll be back next Monday, maybe with a shorter podcast. I have been Sean. Nigel has been... Whoring. And uh, Len has been... Impressed with Nigel's new podcasting. Paul Gambaccini. <laughs> Come on, you irons. And Diamond. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.